All right. Check one. Check two. This is it. Welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour with your host, me, Rob Cantrell, coming back with another exciting uh, episode on a rooftop in here in uh, beautiful America, Brooklyn, New York. I got a beautiful uh, guest, a beautiful American, a uh, dude from the great north, uh, the northeast, as they say. Uh, they call him the Narfather, comedian, filmmaker, artist. Uh, he wears jean shorts. Yeah, he rocks a beard. Matt Vita, everybody, the great Matt Vita. Ah, great to be here, dude. Right on. The Nar is with you. The Nar. Now, <laughs> let's explain. Now, when Matt Vita trips me out. Like, uh, we're here in Brooklyn, New York, and Matt Vita runs a show at Young Ethel's, and he uh, runs around doing comedy in Brooklyn. He does uh, films, but he has a brand called the Nar Father because he does gnarly shit. <laughs> He's out there, and he's from Vermont, he's been snowboarding, and uh, skateboarding, and surfing, and doing stand-up comedy. I, I bet he's thrown a couple axes, too. You've definitely done some axe throwing. I did, I did, they got the one around the corner, you know, I just wanted to make sure the neighborhood was safe, so I checked it out, threw a couple. You threw a couple. <laughs> uh, now, you're, now I, I'm going to be I sound a little ignorant on this one, because I'm excited to go to Killington in Vermont. I've heard all throughout my life about Vermont and that's where you're from yes I'm from New York you're from New York yeah but but, but the, the roots to Vermont started when I was a teenager snowboarding yes um, so ne- that's where a lot of people go if you're into extreme sports you want to do some snowboarding you want to get gnarly you want to get rad you want to get ra- yeah so, so you want to get out of the city so yeah so, so I'm from New York originally and actually started surfing in New York and then got really into snowboarding so these days I'm kind of half and half but I guess just by my appearance, most people that m- meet me, especially in like the comedy scene, they're just like, ah, you're from New- from Vermont. You know, everyone just assumes, you know, they're like, you're from Vermont, no doubt. And I'm like, oh, you got a Burt's Beeswax vibe to you. <laughs> right. uh, you definitely look you've, like you can uh, brew some kombucha. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, yeah, you're right. New York is dope, dude. I love New York. In uh, all these northeast cities like Massachusetts, even Boston, is somehow connected to either the relatives are from New York or, you know, it just seems as a kid from D.C. and Virginia and living out in California, I'm just figuring this place out a little bit more. And I love it upstate and I love Vermont. I love the hippie shit. Right. So, like, uh, Vermont's like the hippie shit of the northeast. Like, that's the coup de grace. That's the Humboldt. Right, Ben, oh, ben the and Northeast. Jerry's granola. Oh, know, the Ben green and Jerry's mountain state, of course. Yeah, shout out to Ben. Shout out to Jerry. They have a new cannabis company that I'm very interested. Their weed is like super crafted, and it doesn't have high THC. It just gets you kind of uh, old school stoned, which mm. is nice. Uh, yeah, but so you're kind of from you. You started doing comedy up in Vermont. Is that where you started? You started no, in New I York. I started in New York. Yeah, nice. Yeah, started you started stand-up in New York, or were you doing acting? You just told me about a commercial you just did, which is exciting yep, and cool. Yep, yep, um, oh, Actually, I started the first, well, I guess back up, I was, like, doing sort of music first. Nice. Um, and sort of, like, when I was in seventh grade, I was playing in ska bands, punk bands, and I was just so fascinated by hip-hop. So I started freestyling and, like, rap battling when I was, like, 12, 13 years old. Nice. Um, 
And I, it's funny, I used to do something back when I was like 12, 13, where I would like go to like the punk shows and like my friends who were drummers would like play a beat and I would just like freestyle and like, I was trying to get laughs, you know what I'm saying? So like in, in this carnation of myself, I would be like, yeah, I was doing musical comedy, but back then I was just rapping on Saturday, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So that was... <laughs> what did people call you the North Father on the punk rock scene or did you have a cool punk rock name? So like son- Nails. Uh, <laughs> so my name back then was Treason. But treason! Sp- but spelled T-R-E-E-S-O-N, like trees, son. Yeah! <laughs> like, it's, we're in the trees. I love that. Uh, and, and you're rebelling, but you're rebelling through nature, which is something I totally believe in. Uh, I think rebellion is good, but it's good if it's natural, ganja, herb, smoke, dub, music. Uh, yeah, man, I lo- I'm a lover of the beats, and I'm a lover of hip-hop. Uh, and uh, and I, I think it's rad that you would uh, just rhyme over these punk rock like loud drums. Like dr- loud live drums are fun to rhyme over no and doubt. do shit with. And it's, cool. it's, it's always like it's like, um, you know, taking something that people don't expect and putting it into like, you know, taking something that's fun and cool and just putting it into a place where you don't expect it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. T- so taking a, a 12-year-old kid, which, you know, that looks like me with pink hair at the time, like, you know, you probably don't expect him to like have like a couple of bars. So that's already like an anomaly. Where was this? Was this in New York City? Was this in Long Island or were you already in Vermont by then? This was back in Long Island. So that, okay. that was kind of like the heyday of like this sort of like ska hardcore scene out in Long Island. Oh, that's rad. I don't know much about it, but I know about Scott. I know about the specials, right? They are the godfather. No doubt. Of uh, and then, and then uh, Sublime is considered a ska band. Uh, Operation Ivy. Operation Ivy, no doubt. Uh, one of the ska bands I saw was called Skanking Pickle. Skanking Pickle. Did yeah. you know Skanking Pickle? Yeah, yeah, I saw them at a fraternity house <laughs> in college, and they were rad. They're from the Bay Area. Right. And that, that that was before I even lived at the Bay Area, and I was like, I like these dudes' style. They had a uh, cool, cool logo. Skank, I mean, Skank oh, and Skank and Pickle, and they would do graffiti and shit. They had a kind of a hip hop vibe. So did Operation Ivy. Uh, had like, you know, we're punk rock, and that's somewhere we could start with the cannabis coffee hour. I know you're not smoking. I have a little bit of this ganja left that I love. That is the uh, Jerry is the Garcia Select. Uh, shout out to that company. They're growing. I have been uh, smoking on it, and it is a uh, great herb, and it's clean and legal and safe uh, for someone of my age. All right. <laughs> yeah. But uh, where are you with ganja before we go into music? Like, I know you're not smoking now, and I don't care. You know, This is the Cannabis Coffee Hour. You don't have to smoke pot. Uh, but it is getting legal, and I kind of just want to document how it all flows around. Yeah, I mean... At times in my life, I, I've I've done a lot of ganja, um, but yeah. not for years. You know, that's great. Yeah, um, every once in a blue moon, I like nibble on a five gram edible something. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I haven't smoked flour. God, I can't even remember. It's been years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might take an edible here and there, or but that's great. So Are you all fully on? But you say you drink beer, so you 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 will pop, do some pops, or drink some beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. love some beers. So I'm not like straight edge by any stretch of the imagination. Um, yeah, I just like, I don't know, cannabis. Like it was, I got to a point where it just wasn't vibing for me. No, um, I think it's cool. Um, but I've always been very supportive of like the cannabis culture and like, you know, in high school, I remember writing essays about legalization when I was like, you know, 14 years old and like, you know, getting people to listen, like actually doing the research and stuff. So I've always been super supportive and by my look, like it's funny and, and you know, everyone thinks I'm from Vermont, 
everyone also thinks I'm like the biggest stoner in the world. Like I've worked with cannabis companies. I found out a year into working with them that like, wait, they're like, wait, you don't smoke, do you? <laughs> <laughs> but that's cool that you work, because uh, uh, you do have a cannabis friendly vibe. And yeah, the cannabis scene, like I, it, people are, catch, it's catching a lot of flack right now because it's getting obnoxious how, you know, so much weed is out there. But I think it's just been repressed for so long. And I've done a lot of these shows and I will say, I was telling somebody else, like doing cannabis shows, I've never seen any violence pop off. Mm -hmm. Like it's usually a very chill, chill scene when the weed is involved. And that works great for the arts. And uh, yeah, but at the same time, like if I wasn't smoking pot, I would still like the cannabis audience, I guess is what I'm saying. I gotta say that that sort of sounds like an excerpt from one of my seventh grade essays. <laughs> it, it, it com, you know, I used to compare you know alcohol to, to marijuana, um, yes. and just sort of like you know what are the more pernicious outcomes, uh, you know, usage of this or that. Um, <laughs> I know, <laughs> and now that seems like a dated argument, but the argument still stands. But it's always debated, and it's always a slippery slope. Like I. I'm big into uh, just doing you and the Taoism of yourself. And uh, yeah, if you figure out what works for your vibration. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's cool that you don't. So you just have some pops. Don't smoke pot. Bear, what about all these mushrooms that are going? I haven't taken any, but it seems to be very prevalent out there. Are you taking any mushrooms? No, I kind of end it. You know, I, I start with the water. Yeah. The coffee and the booze, and that's that's kind of all the, the intake I'm doing other than pizza and burgers. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Are you going red meat still? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. not all the time, but I mean, I like a steak when I can afford it, you know? Yeah, and it does feel good. Uh, good steak, good hamburger, I always say. Mm, yeah. I don't, do, I don't do hardcore, but, like, I'm not all anything, anything, you know? A good hamburger now and then, but I don't want to eat them all day, every day, and right. stop up my heart, you know? I just want to have one now and then for the super protein bomb and uh, keep it moving. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, tell me about uh, your morning ritual then, because uh, we got some, shout out to the cafe. Give a shout out to Oro your cafe. Shout out Oro Cafe, best coffee shop in Greenpoint, super cool guys. Shout out Adam, Alex number one, and Alex number two, super cool people. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I usually start over there. Well, I usually wake up and do some work but um, when I need to get the fuel going, I usually head over there, grab myself my regular, which is a, a iced coffee large with a shot of espresso. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Because uh, it's better than cold brew. Having a full cold brew kind of shots your whole system. Yeah. But, yeah, it's called the red eye. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, I guess it's called the red, yeah. Which is uh, just a straight uh, cup of iced coffee. And you're like, I love this iced coffee, but I just want... One little bit more. A little, a little more. Just one little <laughs> bit more punch in the gut. Yeah. And then you're like, give me that shot. Give me that <laughs> shot right in there. Just dump it. I don't even want to take Just put it in the motherfucker. Uh, yeah, I, that's a great the drink, dude. I love your whole style. I love snowboarding. I think it's rad that you got to do all the snowboarding. But, yeah, you go to Uno Cafe. You go to, am I saying it right? Oro. Oro. Yeah. I, I said Uno. Oro. <laughs> Uh, you can play. I think they've got Uno at Oro though. Yeah, Uno at Oro. Any, I'm down for Uno anytime. If anybody, if you have some Uno cards, I, I will fuck up some Uno. Um, it's my favorite card game. It's a good. It's a goodie. It's a goodie. Uh, but back on track, what we were talking about was morning rituals. I want to stay on theme here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, so, yeah, t 
what are you doing? You're working out, you're meditating, you're journaling. Everybody's doing this shit right now because yeah. that's the only way to survive in this mad, mad, wild world. So it's, it's, it's funny. I, I mean, so I get up. I feel like I usually have like a burst of energy in the morning. So I actually get out of bed. And this is maybe not the healthiest approach, but I'm like working within 30 seconds. Like I'm up and it's kind of like, do I've got to-do lists all over my apartment. You might have seen one or two, uh, you know, when we popped in to use the bathroom. But I'm just, like, working, working, working. I usually get, like, a solid hour out or two sometimes. Then I go get the coffee. Right. And then it's, like, grind, 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 grind. And I, I've been doing this intermittent fasting, so I actually don't eat in the morning anything. I'm just coffee and water. I like that. I've done that. And then it's not until about 2 or 3 p.m. every day when I kind of, like, my body's like, dude, chill. Then I go for a run, never bring a phone, never bring music, and I do, like, an hour just out thinking, you know, sort of defragging. Oh, um, that's great. Yeah, and that's honestly, I, I've been doing that for a couple of years now. And mm -hmm. like my mental health and just everything has been just so good. Just all the mucus, all the mm -hmm. nerve endings, all, and then and then listening and being alive and alert. No doubt. Because running in the streets, shit pops up in your mm -hmm. knees. <laughs> like uh, just even me walking. I do believe there's a certain type of an awareness that's waking up right now. Or maybe it's just me getting older. But uh yeah, you got to move it and get it get it going and but then you also got to be aware. You can't just like Right. I don't That's the thing about the earphones and shit like you can I, I think everybody used to want to just hide away in some some weird subconscious thing, but I think the key of the game is uh yeah, just tuning into where you're at. Yeah, yeah, to me it's like such like a, a, a it's a reconnection that runs. So to me it's a like a good reset. A re yeah, total reset reconnection. So it's like your point like like you're doing more blockage you're doing the music when you're running i feel like you're yeah. like, getting a way of you're blocking like the the true like beneficial thing you're doing yeah the beneficial thing and the thing about exercise i love exercise i do this thing called the uh seven tibetan stretches every morning and i and then i go for I, i'm a big walker i like to walk i like to take my time and uh, yeah lately with walking i don't turn on my walkman or anything i like leaving the, the leaving the phone at home is ill yeah that's the best uh but, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think exercise is definitely where it's at. What about, are you into pull-ups? You, go, you got a pull-up bar? Yeah, I usually stop in the park and, like, you know, I'll do some pull-ups, push-ups, that kind of stuff, just, like, body weight, plyometric. Um, yeah, sometimes. What's stretching. that word? Ply? I tried to go quick because I always mess it up. Yeah, yeah plyrometric, plyrometric. <laughs> Pyrometrics. Yeah, pyrometric. We're just doing push-ups and, and then lighting our chest hair on fire. <laughs> Doing pyrometrics out here. Yeah. And then when there's waves, I surf. You know, everything I've just said goes on its head if there's a swell because then it's just to the beach. Oh, that is, you dude, Narfather, you're doing it right. Well, I always said that, that surfing is the uh, fountain of youth. If you no really doubt. can, if you, but the only thing is you can fuck yourself up. Mm. But it, you, you'll never swim that hard in your life. Yeah. And you'll never like push it to that point. <laughs> And there's no resistance because it's like water. The thing I don't like about running is pounding my joints. That's mm -hmm. why I like to walk. But I love swimming. Uh, when I go to hotels, I'll just go to the the pool and float on my back for like 10 minutes. Do you? I, I, so l let me say this. There's nothing I like more than when you're on the road and there's a pool. And I just either float or just walk. I close my eyes. Like, you want to talk about meditation? Like, yeah, yeah, give yeah, me yeah. a hotel pool with no one around, ah, and I'll find no zen. Kids. I will find zen. Oh, super zen, dude. I'll tell you a good hotel pool uh, situation that I had was it was like a pool indoor, and then in, next to it was a little room that was all the uh, 
exercise equipment. Mm. And then next to that was a hot tub. Mm. So I went elliptical into laps, breaststroke, okay. 20 minutes, okay. cold, and then right into a hot tub. That's Dude, that's Nirvana, dude. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, oh, I definitely reached there. Uh, I tried to reach there. Well, this winter, I know you're coming up to Vermont. Yes, as we switch. No, no, you know, this isn't a proper podcast, but yeah, this this did happen organically. Yeah. And we're talking about it organically, but I am excited to go up. Tell me about your Vermont gig. You run a room. I've seen people put, like, Joe List has played it. Yep, like, I've yep. seen big cats go up there, and it looks packed and fun. Dude, it's, it's a killer room. So, so it's the Walnut Milk Comedy Club, um, owned and operated by Colin Doyle, who, like, me and Colin do a million different things. Shout out, Colin. He's uh, my numero uno. I was on the phone with him right before this. I'll be on the phone with him right after this. We're just doing a million things together. Um, but it's his club. He's been running it for eight years. It's okay. the longest operating club in the entire state of Vermont. Um, and it's just this... Sick little brick and mortar. We seat it for 40 people. Um, no liquor license. It's just, you know, it's chill. But it's just the energy in that room is just like it's the perfect shape. The people up there just want to laugh so hard. So it's just like the electricity you could get in that room is like unmatched. It like, just can make, can pop. Yeah, I've it, seen those little rooms, and if it's in an area that doesn't have that much entertainment, like it can really be a cool, cool vibe. Yeah, no, it's just like I don't know. It's like when that room's on fire, which I've seen you light things on fire. You might burn it to the fucking ground, my friend. But when I, that <laughs> when that room's on fire, it's just like yes, 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 this. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds so much fun. I'm excited to go up there, man, and I'm excited to do, uh, perform and. Uh, yeah, it's just it's great to get out of this uh, pandemic vibe and get out there on the road. And this is what I wanted to do. And if I can get a day of skiing up there, or yeah, you do. We're, we're going to shred. But it's funny. I, I the what made me think about it is we've got a really awesome partner up there, five hundred six on the River Inn. Um, super awesome partner. Super supportive of us bringing like you know bigger names to the area, so they help out with um, housing for comics. So for the headliners, we get a room at five hundred six on the River Inn. And they've got this amazing indoor pool next to a sauna um so when you started talking about that i was like i was like dude you're gonna shit you're gonna shit because you're gonna be in the winter too so i was gonna say oh the sauna in the winter that's the power move yeah that's the power move that's the suit if you got that set up like i don't get that many sauna treatments i wanted that's definitely something i want to reach in the new year is more sauna in um but yeah if you get it in but especially during the winter it's just so awesome have you angeled because like sort of the next level move is you go out in the snow. I have never Dude, done Dude, you got that. an angel, You've and then, that? oh yeah. Oh, oh, they do it up there, so you get, so the idea, you go into the steam, or you or you go into the dry sauna for that angel. So, so, I, so what I usually do is I go hot tub. Hot tub, okay. Then I'm going out into the snow. The coldest I ever did yeah, it, I did yeah, this yeah. when it was negative 19. That sounds awesome. And then it, it, we had just got a dump, so there's like three feet of snow, and I remember, um, just going backwards, you go directly into the snow. Now you're negative 19, and your whole body's just like, what? It just shocks you back into existence. And then you get back in the hot tub, and you're just like, okay. Yeah, you just, uh, all, every cell matter is alive yeah. in that moment because it's just such a shock, and it's such a change-up. 
but it has to deal with it. Yeah. It's, 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 well, I just did. Have you done cold plunge? I just did a cold plunge for the first time. Yeah. How was that experience? I haven't. I mean, I'll turn on the shower on cold. I'll, I know that they say to do that for like the last few minutes. Um, I, yeah, I, so I did cold plunge. Actually, this is another place I want to get you to. There's this awesome place, uh, Surf Lot, out in Rockaway Beach. Okay. Um, and that's one of my friends um, that we've run Dope Comedy together, which is a, ca- a cannabis uh, comedy show. Yes. Uh, um, and we started doing it in Brooklyn, but now they've got this awesome location out in Rockaway, which is like, it's a cannabis shop. There's a stage. There's coffee. Actually, the coffee I had there... I had this espresso, which was just like next level, some of the best espresso I've ever had. Um, and we're doing comedy shows. Oh, sick. But he's also got like surf lockers because he's right by the beach. Um, shout out Sean and Shannon. You guys fucking really know I love you. Um, but they've got surf lockers, cold plunge. So actually, I was out there doing a gig like a month ago and I, it just like lucked out. There was a big swell. So I got to surf. Then I went over there and Sean was just like, you got to do the cold plunge. I've never done it. And I'm one of those people I'll give myself away, meaning like if someone's like, you know, kind of shaman me, I'm just like, okay, let's go. And I never done it. He's like, all right, just get in. I was like, what do I do? He's just like, just breathe. And then I just like went under and I did like, I think eight minutes or something. He's like, that's pretty good for a first time. Oh shit. Eight minutes. And you just, uh, and you just have to sit in there in ice cold bath. Yeah. Like his, his guidance, which made it, he's like, just breathe. What was your sensation? Was there just a moment of... In the beginning, you're like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And it's, then it's cool. I Dude, I was right. And, and I think it was just because, like, Sean just kind of has this energy about him. Like, he was just like, it's all good. So I was, like, all good from the get. And I just, like, got a couple of sick waves. I was already just kind of on that surf buzz. And then I was, it was just, like, peace. And then, like, then you come out of the tub. And then my homie's got the, the, the salve, the CBD salve. And he's ready. Slaps it on my back. Gives me a little quick massage. Oh, my God. Then into the hot shower. Surflot, Surflot, dude. This place fucking rules. Surflot out at Rockaway Beach. Yep. And uh, and they it is a, it's a spa. It dude, it's it's cannabis surf spa. It's everything. They're, oh, they, they got weed. They, dude, my my dude's got weed. It's gonna blow your hat off. Oh man, I need to get out there. Yes. I gotta check this out. No, I love the Rockaway. Shout out to my buddy uh, Shawnee Slices. I'm supposed to do. I want to do an episode out there. He has a pizza place right there. Uh, where they have bands and shit. Have you seen this spot? Yeah, I, I used to play out there. Uh, my old yeah. band, The Shipwrecks, there. I used to play out on the boardwalk a bunch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like Reese Park Zone, or is he more in like the... It's like 147. It's like this... Yeah, I guess it's... There's got... only two spots, right? Oh, it's right where the hotel Rockaway Hotel is. Okay, yep, 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 yep. What's that? Yeah, right there, right off that street. Um... Yeah, Rockaway's popping, dude. Rockaway... Rockaway's where it's at. It's a great beach, and it's a great... It's it's such a wild energy. Uh, I'll do, we'll do an episode out there because, and we'll definitely go to this. And they have coffee too at the place. Dude, this espresso they had. Like, what, li- tell me about the espresso. This is a really good coffee, iced coffee. Um, dude, it was just like literally, it was just like next fucking. Like, I don't know what he's doing, but it's like you know when you like drink something or eat something, you're just like oh, I want that. Yeah. Like I was just like like literally like the next day. Um, no disrespect to Oro, love Oro, love my iced coffee, but it's just like I don't normally drink espresso other than like after like family Italian dinner I have espresso, but I was just like like woke up like dude I want that espresso. <laughs> it was just so good. Yeah, yeah, espressos are a delicacy, and and um, and if you get a good one, it's just like they're awesome. I've been doing a lot of the pour over, but yeah, 
In Italy, they just knock it back like it's like shots of. Oh no everywhere. doubt, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what I love. It's just like they're just like, oh, I gotta drive this bus. Let me hit these shots of <laughs> ka 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 ka, and then jump on the bus. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then you also are coming out with this movie. I wanted to talk about Killington the movie. Mm. Uh, you sh- you also do some acting. And uh, you just tell us a little bit of Killington the movie. So you're up there all the time. You got this comedy room. Um, but then you also have, a, like, all the artists and actors. Like, everybody that does comedy does a little bit of everything else. Like, I think all art is, like, connected in some way. Yeah. Like, once I learned stand-up, like, I can apply kind of the artist way to about a lot most art forms you right, know i'm right, not gonna right, be right. great about it but i know how kind of the unfolding uh, right so it may work yeah well i think like once you kind of get the rhythm of like okay i'm moving i'm yeah. i'm making noises and movements you know so it's like okay here's a slightly different way to make noises and movements and emotions let's see i've got some emotions let's see what emotions i could get and give you know yeah that's art like you know performative art in my opinion yes Yes, uh, it's definitely just like kind of a, a sharing of the soul and the spirit and doing it absolutely for fun and just and then seeing if it, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a lot like fishing because you got to wait around a lot. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you got to zen it out a little bit. You can't just be like fish get in my boat well you can't force it just you like fishing, force you it. can't force it you can yeah. prep for yourself you got it and you can't even think about it yeah, yeah. you just kind of got to be into it be into it get yourself to where you need to be but it's like it's it's you know are you going to get a nibble you know yeah. you could set yourself up for success but you, you gotta never have know a nice what you're going to get cushion you gotta have your nice slacks on you gotta have a nice sandwich and your water bottle a little zinky on the nose zinc on the nose <laughs> a good beautiful day like this it's wild podcasting in good weather right yeah <laughs> what is this like october november what is it where are we uh yeah man <laughs> what's we're on the rooftop in new york city uh i feel like uh i mean there's no better place to be than this I've, i i'm i'm bummed we're not rapping but i would i don't i'm not really in the rap mood okay uh, unless you, unless you really want to rap, I could have brought up my beat. I could have brought up your MPC. Could have brought up the MPC. Yeah, I'm playing with beat machines right now, and I'm getting some. Uh, I'm getting a little bit better at them. You got the pocket rocket. I, I saw yeah. it on one of the episodes, dude. I got one of those too. I haven't messed with it too much, so I was like, once I saw you had, it, I was like, let me wait till Rob gets good at it, and then I'll invite him back over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can show you all the little moves. Show me the moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I will. I will. It's addictive. It's always by me, by me, and I'm always. <laughs> I'm always playing some beats. I'm definitely, I'm definitely uh, messing around with some beats a little bit more. I'm looking at this little small Roland machine that's for two hundred dollars, but uh, I haven't. Got, yeah, I'm working on it. Uh, and then I want to then I, so you do make beats all the time like do you what kind of machine do you have you have like the big Akaya or what is that yes I've got the what I've been using is the MPC Live 2 yes um, yeah but made by Akai um, and that, dude that thing is a, a powerhouse like it's funny like I was, we were talking earlier like when I was like 13 I had a little zoom I don't know if you remember those things from the 90s I had like this little zoom thing and it was very, you know, just boom bap, you know, very rudimentary. And I used to make these silly little boom bap beats. Yeah. And after like, you know, sometimes like I was saying, like I'd have my friends drum, but then like, you know, a couple of years in, I would have this thing. I would just plug it into the bass amp and like, I got my own this time. Um, so that was kind of like my first foray into beat making. Yeah. But, but then I got the, the mega thing and it's just like, 
holy shit. Like, I got to the point where some of my friends that, like, are actual producers and, like, actually make stuff, like, they're like, ah, right, you're getting pretty good. <laughs> like, sh- sh- shout out uh, John Fetus Al Castro. There's, you know, I'd say one of my uh, proudest musical accomplishments is when he said one of my beats was good. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> uh, skanking, dancing. Now, ska, like, so you were hardcore ska. What was your favorite ska band? I was I mean, it's funny we were talking about Operation Ivy. You know, they're kind of ska core, so that, you know they're not. They're not. There's no horns, so they're not really ska. But I mean, that was I'd say that band changed my life in terms of like, like, oh, that was ugh, this. Yeah, ska, uh, Op Ivy. I remember it and somebody playing the CD, and it being just like one of the coolest sounds I ever heard. I think it was the drumming. It was the drumming. With kind of the guy's lyrics were cool, and his vo- his voice for me it was like all that. Plus, like his voice was just like a little. It's like when when you could kind of have that raspy punk, but then like still melodic in like this kind of way that hides and kind of creeps up and punches you in the gut. You're like yeah 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 yeah. No, they were ill, and the guy's guitar was great, and uh, yeah, they were a little bit higher end art. Like uh, no, what I was gonna say is like. They didn't have a nihilistic edge. Punk rock sometimes is a little bit violent and nihilistic for me sometimes. Right. I'm like, and but the guys that have like positive vibes, I'm into. Nice, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, and they had positive, Sky was super positive. Sky, yeah, Sky was like the super happy, you know, yeah. like Mustard Plug was a band I liked a lot, was, you know. Yeah, hey, Mr. Smiley, how could I meet you? The things you said, you know, that's all I know. Okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> slow down. <laughs> Slow down, because I do know that tune, and it's you're saying it's Mr. Smiley. Yeah. And then and and what's the next lyric? Oh, Mr. Smiley, how could it be true? The, how could it be true? The things they said that they knew. The things that they said that they knew. Oh shit! I can't accept it. I can't accept it. I think I did. I think that's about Mr. Didn't Smiley killing people though. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Some that, creepy that one. dude that was smiling way too much. <laughs> he got too happy. <laughs> I know that part. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. were just so good to me. That was another jam of theirs. That that's like the 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 the, the verse of that one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, that's uh, what most yeah, ska had some weed in it, but also was more yeah, it was had a lot of humor in it too. Yeah, it was just like the silly. It didn't take itself too seriously, which is I think what drew me to it. You know. Yeah, it's this weird place where punk rock meets reggae, and they are, always are brought up. And if you like one, you usually like the other, and it's so odd. But they do meet up in these certain places, and one of them is ska. One of them, yeah, Operation Ivy. Yeah, I guess that's where it does like kind of connect. Yeah, and like I, I feel like another like sort of later example, which was another one of my favorite bands from that era, which was. Kind of blended the the genres really good was uh, Suicide Machines. I don't know if you ever heard of those dudes. They had the, heard of them. The I don't van, know any songs by them. The Van song? No. Get a pair of checkers or says baby. The Van's out ahead. Van's out of feet. Walking down the street when I'm walking down the street. Two, three, four. Don't want no Dr. Martins. Don't want no something else. It's all about vans. <laughs> all about vans. Yeah. That, that was the van. They were definitely on the Van Warp tour. On the Van Warp tour. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely got on there and got some free kicks. And where are they now? You think are they still gigging? Yeah. Um. I mean, I love those dudes. I, I, last time I saw them was at Roseland, right before Roseland closed. 
Nice. R.I.P. Roseland. And it was actually kind of sad because it was like the front dude and a bunch of like teenagers that like he picked up. So it was like, ah, oh, man, that dude's not doing well. He needed a payday. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like, ah. Oh, shit. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, what, what do you mean, the front dude? What, what, it was it was the, the, the front dude and then like. The rest of the band was like young dudes, just yeah, young yeah. dudes. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. One time, the, you know, I always say, you know, show business. Like to have a band last, that's crazy. Crazy. It's like, okay, here's four men going into their young adult, middle age life and gonna share money and art and road. You know, it's just, yeah. That doesn't work after a while. No. That's what's so dope about stand up that it is so DIY and so that's why it's so hard but it makes you f focus you know on your own bullshit right and take care of your own bullshit because nobody's gonna do it for you no doubt yeah give what you get get what you give yeah always always uh, yeah music is fucking amazing what are, any new bands you're listening to now um no. No. <laughs> no. What about the Grateful Dead? Do you? What about any jam bands? You, any fish? Did you go through a, when you were snowboarder? At you, Ultimate snowboarder. Did you rock some fish and some clean bowls? Never really got into the. Fi I liked one song. I liked that song. Fee. Feet. No fee. F e. Fee is really good. Yeah. I, but the rest of the catalog didn't really tickle my my my. You know, I don't Tweezer. Know. I liked. Okay. It's good riff. Okay. I, I, I like riffs. Yeah. They got some riffs. Yeah, they, I mean, they, it's funny. Jacob at, at Young Ethel's, I always, you know, lovingly poke fun at him because he's like Mr. Hippie Jam Band. I'm always like, what shitty jam shit you got on today, Jacob, you son of a gun. I love it. Yeah, he was cranking some Grateful Dead the other day. Uh, he, uh, Yeah, I heard some widespread panic out of that. Yeah, I, I could talk my my jam bands a little bit, but you you anti you were straight punk rock, punk rock, hip hop, hip -hop ska. ska, ska, little okay. hardcore, little metal, little metal. What's your metal? What's your favorite metal band? So growing up, when I was in second grade, I went to um, my parents brought me to Walgreens or Wal, whatever. And I bought, I, I, and I just, I picked up Metallica's Ride the Lightning tape. I don't know who the fuck they were, but that, uh, the, the, the electric chair and the lightning bolt just looked cool as hell. It did. And it was. And it is. <laughs> and yeah, so I was like a huge fucking Metallica fan all the way up until they dropped Load. Then I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird album, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I don't know about that album. And I wasn't huge Metallica, but I am huge Metallica. Like, nothing else matters. I mean, it's kind of like Coca-Cola. Like, it's like, of course you're going to like those first few albums. I mean, they're in insane. If you like, definitely if you like metal. Yeah, I mean, rather like, I mean, and Justice for All, just the production on that, the way they, like, you're talking about, like, the Oppen Operation Ivy drums, just the way they got the drums to sound on Injustice for All is just like. Yeah, it's sick. It's sick. And the guitars are, those guys are into it. Those guys slept with their guitars. They would just sleep and finger pick all day <laughs> long. Just like, Smoke cigarettes, drink booze, fucking <laughs> all day long. That's how you to be a metal god. You got to lock yourself in the room. But the only thing is, is like, stand up is harder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyone could twist you your can, fingers. You, anybody can lock themselves in the fucking closet and figure it out. You got to go out there for a good 10, 15 years and get punched in the face by strangers. Uh, that's what. But no, at the same time, I do. I'm getting into guitar playing. Can you play guitar? Yeah, I've, I've, I've played and played guitar. I haven't picked one up in a while, but I, I played in a... You were in bands. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Shipwrecks. I played in the Shipwrecks, which was like a punk rock kind of, 
you know, Collective. surf, rock, just kind of put it all together. Oh, uh, nice. And actually, I played bass and guitar. Me and Captain Wiggles, we kind of switched to like half the shit I would play they guitar kinda for. They were kind of legit, right? Shipwrecked, was they legit? Did you, was that on a label of some sort? Um, No, we were they on were, a label. Yeah. We, um... In our heyday, we, we headlined Gramercy Theater twice. Well, actually, no, headline once opened up for Smash Mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, what was that? Well, first of all, shout out Gramercy Theater. I'd done Doug Loves Movies there. Nice. I did that there a few times, and I also uh, I did it with the Marijuana Logs, this play about marijuana with Tony Kameen and uh, Bruce Cherry, these guys, these comedians from California. But uh, that place is amazing. But what was it like... Uh, Opening for Smash Mouth there. It, it was, I mean, that was a cool experience because it's kind of like, you know, that, but that was by far the biggest venue we ever played at. Um, the, the funny thing is like... Um, but it's kind of an industry room for music, right? No, that's yeah, what I yeah. Got, like if Guns N' Roses is playing a private show for just like their agents and their agent's coke dealer and then the fucking groupie and the, and the radio people and the, you know, just whatever comes along with that. They they played the Gramercy. That now I think it's being a little bit more. It's kind of getting rebranded. You know they're yeah. kind of doing more different type of programming and stuff, which is cool. Very cool. But it, but it's funny. So um, to, to to spill the tea a little, that that show was supposed to be at Irvin Plaza, and obviously we were the opening act, and Smash Mouth just didn't sell it good. So we got which yeah. like which like was kind of sad on multiple fronts. But we got like a, a call or an email like two days before the gig where it's like, dude, Smash Mouth didn't sell. You're moving to Gramercy, which like. I was, you know, going from Irvin to Gramercy, still fucking cool. But you know, was it the same money or did the money go down? Dude, I don't even remember. At that yeah, point, yeah. I was I was just stoked to stoked do the to gig, be yeah. doing a real gig. Yeah, you had your heart and soul in this band. Yeah, yeah, I don't give a shit about the money. I was like, this, like, how cool is this to get on Playing stage New like York that? Playing New York City, yeah, and that's a major, yeah, major, major band. Shout out R.I.P. to the lead singer. I was yeah, thinking right, they yeah. got a, yeah. uh, they got a rough shake. Yeah, uh, uh, that song was pretty good. I always liked it. It was a bop. Yeah, <laughs> I remember at that gig though. So we opened that show, and like it went really well. You know, playing like a full room like that. I remember after. <laughs> so funny. I was like on cloud nine. Like what a cool experience. And then like you know we had a little merch table in the basement after, and I was like talking to some like dude after, and like he basically he gave me the the the, the, the stereotypical line. He's like he's like you're pretty good. Don't quit your day job. <laughs> Oh. I was like, you son of a fucking rascal. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll never forget that. <laughs> uh, who, who, was it, but it was just a rando? Just a rando came up to the merch table. It was kind of uh, like, yeah. I was like. Criticism sticks with you. Like, people are just mean out there. It was just mean. You know, mean for no, mean for mean's reason is never going to play well in my book, you know? Yeah, yeah, it is kind of false. Uh, and it is, I think people are seeing through it. But it is kind of like everyday life. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you get called out on shit or people just like try to s knock you down. Yeah. You gotta rise a, up. You gotta rise up. That's the cool thing about punk rock is it is about rising up and it is about getting knocked down and coming back up and, and doing it on your own. That's what's kind of cool. And th that's what's cool about hip hop is like, it's all on your own. You know, I always say with hip hop, it's just finding a dope beat and then just jumping on it. You know, that's all that is, you know. And Dude, we should do a track. A, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll I want to do a track. I, I'm going to invite you live on air. I'll make a beat. Oh, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll do it. Uh, I'm not the best freestyler. Uh, I'm getting better at it. I know it is a part of the game. I went into stand-up just like core to the 
you know, to stand up. I wasn't an improv guy. And a lot of the improv guys do a lot of, like, freestyling and are great at it. Right. Know, shout out North Coast. North Coast? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, our buddy, our mutual friend, Boris. Boris. Yep. Uh, Hiking Boris uh, has been on this podcast a couple times. Uh, but he used to do North Coast, and they were amazing. Yeah, you ever cool. see them? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, pretty good friends with some of, like, like Rachel Rose, uh, Rosenthal, awesome. She's one of the founding members. Oh, uh, dope. Doug Wittick, cool dude. Cool dude. Yeah, yeah. I know Doug. Uh, um, Boris, obviously. Yeah, they're really good at it. Yeah. I think Ralph is performing with them now. Do you know Ralph? Yeah, I see him still active and still doing a podcast. I sometimes check out their he, podcast. Yeah, he does. He, and yeah. they do freestyles on their thing. Yeah, I've done his podcast a couple times. That's super fun. It's kind of like an improvised deal. Ralph's great. He, he's, I mean, he, what a cool artist Ralph is. Like, he's just, you know, one of those, ah, cool, you know. Yeah, he does yeah. a lot of clowning and just, like, different stuff. He's done, Ralph, just, you know, shout out more. He, he, he um, at one point was, like, just biking around the country doing Shakespeare, you know. It's <laughs> <laughs> just kind of, like, you know, doing it. That is, if you're going to do Shakespeare on a bike, that's the way to do it, you Let's know. It. Just get out there and uh, do some, yeah, I, I do dig acting and I do dig improv and I do dig uh, in mixing it up. But I also like doing stand-up. It's hard because it's just so many things, you know. Right. Uh, and all of them to be great, you got to focus a little bit harder, or you just it might take a little bit longer. That might be the gig. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, so you want to plug anything else? Uh, I think we should wrap up here, man. Uh, yeah. I, it was so great hanging out, me, Super Matt, cool. uh, Narfather. Uh, give a, tell them where to check you out. Yeah, uh, you check me out. Instagram, big dog, D A W G N Y one, um, Killington, the movie we're talking about. We're doing an encore presentation at Film Noir Cinemas in December, date pending. Uh, so check that out. Um, and then really excited, uh, me and Colin that I was talking about earlier. We run the Vermont Comedy Festival that's coming up November thirtieth through December third up in Vermont. We're actually doing a giveaway. I'm not sure when this is going to air. But um, we're doing a giveaway for three nights free in a luxury hotel with all access pass. Oh, wow. um, so we're going to be dropping that actually later today. That's on my to-do list. Um, so keep an eye on that. It's going to run for two weeks. And uh, yeah, come up to Vermont, shred some gnar, spread some love. Just, uh, yeah, come out. I love it. Yeah, check them out. Matt Vita out there. And uh, check out uh, the Cannabis Coffee Hour when you can. Uh, like and subscribe. Uh, peace and love to everybody. Thank you for watching. And uh, that's it. Yeah. Peace. Peace. <laughs>